About six minutes in front of 7 o'clock, we bring in our teammate from 101.7 The Truth, Dr. Ken Harris. This, this forecast troubles you here. What's the matter? Well, the last time it was warm in November, we got hammered in January. So I'm just, you know, just getting my mind in the, you know. So you called it weird. I'm like, I'm fine with weird because what it usually is. It's not real good. So, <laughs> Sucks, I think. So, some degree. It doesn't of work for that. Right. We can't say okay. it on radio. Hey, now that we got you in here, I uh, want to revisit this. In the matter of the state of Wisconsin versus Michael A. Mattioli, we, the jury, find the defendant, Michael A. Mattioli, not guilty. The trial we covered for weeks, a story we covered for years, former Milwaukee police officer Michael Mattioli found not guilty of first degree reckless homicide in the death of Joel Acevedo. Surprised? Uh, what, what was your initial reaction to that verdict? My initial reaction before the verdict was it'll be deadlocked and that'll be that. Or guilty. As I read, I found out during the reading that they had a deadlock and that they asked to speak to the judge that Jeffrey Jensen, retired Milwaukee County coroner, testified for the defense. I immediately told your afternoon colleague, deadlock or not guilty. I I thought I said we stabbed a nun. I mean, everybody just, oh, no, absolutely. It's going to be. And then he got found not guilty. So it's, without without regard for people's uh, you know, opinion on that and mm-hmm. almost in the entire Milwaukee right. Common Council all signed on to a letter saying they were disappointed by the right. verdict. What do people not understand between right what we might read in a little thing or mm-hmm. hear in a snippet here on the radio versus what actually plays out in court over the course of days, all the testimony. There's a separation between sort of the narrative, but yes. what jurors actually hear. Yes. There's there's data that shows that when people sit through a trial, be it the defendant or the prosecutor or whoever, when it's done, regardless of verdict, they will usually tell you that it was a fair trial. So we, we have this disconnect because we're not there. We have, we hear snippets and pieces. And because we have that bias that we only accept those things we already agree with, that if it comes out different, then we scream. Now, on a personal note, I believe the prosecution did a very poor job. Mm-hmm. When you have a five minute opening on a reckless homicide trial, that's a problem for me. That's what I was going to ask you is what should the prosecution have done differently? Paint a more human picture. Of Joel Acevedo, number one. Number two, it 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 was remnant of the um, seventeen lieutenants who sued Chief Jones, right? How can you, by state statute, have the right under one sixty five and one seventy five as a chief of a Class A city to promote whoever you want for whatever reason? And then when the city attorney got up to Defend didn't quite do a great job. Almost it seemed like people were like, was that on purpose? And I'm not disparaging her, her reputation, but I'm saying that the way that you present it is everything because that's all you have. And so as you, what, what I want to do is go back through the court transcript and start to see what things were said, what was left out. But the most credible witness was Jeffrey Jensen. And when I heard that, I said, there's no way they're going to discount what he says. What's next for Mattioli? It's not like he jumps back on the police force. He still faces the potential civil litigation as well. Well, you got the civil litigation, um, but he's a free man. 
so he's able to make any well how how can I put it like this he's in an OJ situation he can make money off of the whole thing but then the family's going to take it so he's in a hole Dr. Ken Harris our teammate from 1017 the truth host of the afternoon show good to see you sir thank you